RadioInfluence.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How's everybody doing out there? I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you guys are doing better than great. I hope you guys and gals are doing grand. Say it with me. Grand. <sighs> listen, listen, man. I just celebrated my one year anniversary with my beautiful wife, Stacy, And, uh, you know, I just want to say thank you, babe, for putting up with me and tolerating me and dealing with me and my crazy schedule and you know, just everything that everything in how in every way you support me and us. So, you know, just want to start the show off with nothing but love and positivity and just, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. I love you, babe. So thank you for marrying me. And uh, yeah, one year anniversary. Congratulations to us. Congratulations to us. You dig? Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I um, you know, I am just excited about, you know, we're kind of at that halfway point of the summer. Uh MotoGP is back this weekend. Um, you know, there's a lot of riding left to be done. There's more track days coming. There is just so much of what we love, these two wheels, and in some cases, three. I want to make sure that everybody is aware of uh, the next the next big event, the next big event that your boy, Mr. Black Moses, will be putting together. We'll have a hand in. We'll be producing. We'll be hosting. A lot of people have been asking me if I am doing a season closer cheesesteak ride, you know, the the shut the city down ride in Philadelphia that I started years over a decade ago has grown and it's immensely. It's, it's a massive, massive event um, that is supported by the city of Philadelphia, the surrounding counties, the Philadelphia department of transportation, Philadelphia police department, Pennsylvania state troopers, Lower Marion, Upper Marion, please saw those people that helped make that event uh, what it is. You know, it's a it's a major, major event. So I have in the past done a season opener that occurs uh, a season opener. It always happens. That's always, you know, I, what I was going to say is that in the past I have done a season opener and a season closer. The season opener is always the first week of May, the first Saturday in May. The season closer typically falls around when it does occur. It does fall on the back end of September, maybe the first week of October. I am letting everyone know right now that that has been undecided (laughs) because I am I am barraged with requests and questions of when and where and people are asking. So I have not decided yet if that is going to happen because my energy right now is focused on clutch control 2019, the Philadelphia Motorcycle Show, which is happening September the 21st at Penn's Landing in Philadelphia, September the 21st. That's a Saturday. 
you can go to www.clutchcontrolusa.com for all the information, all the information. And when I tell you that this year's show is on another level, it's it really is. Um, we have amazing, amazing sponsors. As always, Icon Motorsports, Polaris Slingshot, uh, Indian is coming out this year as a sponsor, Quaker City Motorsport, BMW of Philadelphia, BMW Motorcycles of Philadelphia sponsors. Uh, we we are we, we're getting the list of vendors is growing daily. It, it's insane. It's in a good way. It, it's so cool. Um, my big bro, Jason Britton and Team No Limit will be here uh, performing stunt shows. Uh, the Show Out Boys will be performing stunt shows. Local stunt team, the Show Out Boys will be performing stunt shows. Rock Banshee will also be performing that day. Live music with DJ Vader. Food, vendors, uh, stuff for the kids. Black Moses loves the kids. So it's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of activities, uh, including, including the custom bike show. And we're giving out cash this year for winners in all of the classes. Uh, and, you know, this year, you know, we're really, we're really broadening the scope of categories. We, you know, obviously we're going to have the custom sport bikes. We're going to have the custom slingshots. We're going to have the custom uh, cafe, that that style of bike, the cafe racers, the custom cruisers, custom choppers. Um, we're also, you know, obviously we, I want to give a lot of attention, a lot of focus to the built, not bought crowd, the hand built crowd. Uh, that level of bike building is organic and, and authentic and Philadelphia and the surrounding area has a has a great community that supports that part of the culture. So uh, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of energy is being given to this year's uh, event overall, but specifically to the categories in which the custom bikes are competing in uh, $20, $20 to register your bike. They must be pre-registered. They must be pre-registered because of how the bikes are being staged at the venue. Um, so please go to clutchcontrolusa.com. We still have vendor space available. Vendor space is only a hundred dollars up to uh, that's a 10 by 10, a 20 by 10 or 30 by 10, uh, only a hundred dollars. And it's a, it's a free to a attend event. I have to be careful how I say that. It is a free to attend, which means that there are no tickets being sold. This is basically a moto lifestyle block party with music vendors, food, performances, stunt shows, custom bikes. It's a, it's, it's just my way of giving back to the city and, you know, uh, the surrounding area. So if you want to participate as a vendor, you know, if you want to participate as a vendor, please, by all means, you can hit me up. You can uh, go to the website. All of the information on how to register as a vendor is at clutchcontrolusa.com. If you want to participate in the bike show, all the information is at clutchcontrolusa.com. So please head on over there and, uh, you know, check it out. And I, 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 do me a favor. Do me a solid. I'd love to see 
all of you out there. If you're going to be in the Philadelphia region on the back end of September, September the 21st to be exact, a Saturday, please come on out. The show starts at 10 o'clock. There will be so much activity going on throughout the day. It's just, like I said, it's a moto lifestyle block party. Clutch Control 2019, the Philadelphia Motorcycle Show. Thanks to all of our sponsors and all and the growing list of vendors. But most importantly, thank you to the global bike community, the regional regional bike community. Um, thanks for all your support. Thanks for all your love. We'll see you at the show. So to answer your question, am I doing a season closer? I'll get back to you. Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. My guest this week is originally from Detroit, Michigan. She now resides in Atlanta. She's what you would call a yogini. Please welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, my friend, Yoga the Biker. Yoga, what's good? How are you? I am good. How are you doing? I am doing grand. That's how your boy, Mr. Black Moses, is doing. I'm doing grand, you know? <laughs> That's right. Positive energy, positive energy, positive vibes. Okay. That's what we're talking about today. All right. Always positive on life in the fast lane. And and right out the gate, I want to say thank you uh, for taking time out of your busy schedule uh, to uh, hang out with your boy a little bit. So thank you. Thank you for uh, the invite. So, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Now, listen, yoga, listen, listen. I want to talk. All right. All right. So I took one yoga class a few okay. years ago. Now I'm a big, I'm a bigger dude. I'm a bigger man. All right. It's a whole lot of me. And, and? I, they, 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 there's not a yoga mat large enough to, uh, <laughs> there's, there was more me than there was yoga mat, but I was in there and I hung out. Okay. I did the whole class. Um, I, felt great after I felt great doing it in the process of I felt great afterwards the instructor gave me a high five but I think she was just giving me a high five because I was a big man and uh, <laughs> I made it through so uh, I don't think I was getting it because I did anything incredible other than survive but you know she was encouraging me and I got it she wanted me to come back to the class you know that's money in her pocket but I <laughs> felt really great and I have not had an opportunity to get back to a yoga studio just because your boy Black Moses' schedule is ridiculous but it's something that I feel as though I need to do now but that being said that is my inner interaction introduction into the yoga world okay <laughs> now you are I, now before we're going to talk about a couple of things but before we talk about the connections between being a yogi, if I said that correctly, and a rider. Can I get some background on you? I want to know, what was your introduction to, what came first, motorcycles or yoga? Yoga. <laughs> okay. Now break it down. Now, what was, the, now, how did that occur? Okay. So for me, uh, I guess with social media, I was always the person that didn't jump on the bandwagon. And so uh, in 2014, at this point, uh, Instagram had already been out and established as this platform to go post your pictures. And um, like if you are sharing with others as far as something within your community, whether you 
uh, do photography or uh, things of eating, uh, exercise and things of that nature, you can post them on Instagram. So I eventually had joined Instagram as another uh, outlet instead of uh, the Facebook. And when okay. I one, um, you know, like when you start uh, the social media sites, they like, hey, um, here are some things of interest that you can kind of start following so you can uh, build up followers and uh, check out other pages. So at that point, I was just posting pictures of things I took around the city in Detroit. And wait, uh, wait, 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 Detroit. Is that where you is that where you're from? Yes. The 313. Say <laughs> I thought, oh, you know, I thought you were claiming Atlanta. I thought you were claiming Atlanta. OK. All right. But we'll get into that. I'm sorry to interrupt. Please continue. So. Uh, you know, like I love photography and things of that nature. So I was uh, I was like, well, this would be a good outlet to find other photographers in uh, my area or just around uh, the city and world since Instagram is a platform that anyone can uh, publish. Um, from there, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm about to start school and uh, I need some type of positive outlet so that I'm not going crazy while trying to work on this doctoral degree. Uh, that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother thing. Whole nother thing. But wait a minute. What year are we talking? How far back are we going here? How many years ago? You know, what year are we, what year are we in when this is going on? 2014. Okay. All right. Not too long ago. Not too long. Okay. So, um, I was like, okay, well, let me check out some things and uh, fitness related. So, I was like, okay, um, typed in fitness because at that time you can put in a little hashtags and click the, the different hashtags and it would be fitness. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, I saw this one girl, she was uh, doing poses. I'm like, oh, well, that looks, that looks cool. And um, I think I could try that. I can do that. So, from there, they had like uh, Instagram yoga challenges. I'm like, huh, all right. Uh, I don't know about this, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but so basically what you had to do was uh, with Instagram, you, you took your picture and you tagged the people that were the hosts so mm -hmm. that you can be um, identified like, hey, I'm doing this challenge with you. And within the first year, I did... Uh, Goodness, I started probably like September because I wanted something to, like I said, with going back to school, I wanted something to kind of keep me focused so that if I got stressed out, you know, something to just kind of keep my mind right and help get me distracted and get me back to where I need to be. So okay. at that point, I did at least, I started in September and um, probably, let's see, probably two months after I did like a second challenge and I was one of the like two or three winners are like, oh, that's cool. Mm. So, you know, they do the little sponsors and you get uh, prizes and things of that nature. So from there, like I totally uh, started growing my uh, Instagram page okay. because following the different yoga people and uh, being a beginner, I'm like, okay, um, some of these poses are not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't do that. Wait, um, I just, wait, I just had a flashback of when I was in my <laughs> yoga class. And the, the instructor did something. I don't even, I don't want to call out what the name was because I don't remember it. Um, but I I looked and I said, I can't do that. That's not physically 
possible. Do you not see the size of me? My head will not go that way. It, it's, it's, yo, pretzels, like pretzels. Yes. Crazy. And so, like, there's one group, uh, I want to believe they're called the League of Extraordinary Yogis. When I tell you that they will take a pose or an asana and take it to a whole nother level, I'm like, uh, yeah, my body doesn't do that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but I will give you my interpretation of what you just did. Yes, they, you know, this is my version of. And that, yes, that's how, yep, that's how you do it. Like, I, I, I see your inverted downward tree, yeah. and I will uh -huh. give you <laughs> right side up, left angle shrubbery. I got you. Like, this is my modified version of it. Yep. Yep. I'm not trying to get myself in this pose. So. <laughs> <laughs> but wait a minute. So you, you did all of this, you know, and you built up, you progressed. And, like, that was, you know, that was the jump board for you becoming... The yoga? Yes. And like it was one point in time um, I was waiting to go home and um, I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to be late trying to get home because my school link is online. So uh, this was probably year one. And the first year, year and a half, it was a lot of uh, check ins, doing webinars and things of that nature. I'm like, uh, I need to be home in like the next 45 minutes, traffic is about to be crazy. And I literally probably had about 10 minutes left before uh, I had to jump on this webinar. When I tell you, I went on my deck and literally did like two rounds of sun salutation, which is basically just stretching the entire body and just doing some breathing exercises, doing each pose at five minutes, or not five minutes, but five breaths, and then flowing to the next pose the stress level went from a hundred to zero in that mm. 10 minute span. So wait, so you're saying that the, the direct effect of the, what'd you call the sun salutation? Yes. Dis dissipated the stress that had been built up just by trying to meet a deadline. Is that correct? Do I understand that correctly? Yes. So it will tie into like uh, your mindfulness practice being, uh, mindful of the situation that you're in at that moment, letting go of the things of the past, mm. uh, the, what's going to happen later on in the uh, future, and just focusing on in that present moment. So you just know, focus on that moment and just let me take these five breaths in this pose and then go into the next one and just focusing on my breath, on my breathing, and just focusing on that present moment. My stress and my migraine had literally dissipated. And I was ready to go for a webinar. <laughs> Can I share something with you? Can I, I, you know, I'm gonna, I, I'm not, I'm not deep, but then again, I am deep. And there's something that you just said that is kind. It's one of my uh, standards of living. Whereas I can't worry about anything that's already happened because I can't do anything about it. You understand what I'm saying? Like serial killers can't cry over spilt milk. See what yes. I did there? Cereal with a C because the milk is spilled. Or anyway, so cereal kills can't cry over spilt milk. But, you know, uh, and at the same time, you can't worry about anything like tomorrow or next week because it hasn't happened yet. So those things technically, they don't exist. They don't exist. Like tomorrow doesn't exist. That's the reality check. 
yesterday has already come and gone and your ability to affect anything that's already come and gone doesn't exist. The only thing that matters is the present. Therefore, yes. it is, peep the game, it is a present. You see what okay. I did there? So that's my personal standard. And I want to, I, I feel as though that that has helped me not just in life in general, but specifically when it comes to being a motorcyclist, when it comes to being uh, someone in the industry, when it comes to being someone, a fan, an enthusiast, uh, all of the aspects of being involved in our culture and subculture, um, you know, just applying that. So I, I guess what, what I'm saying is, is that there, I, there is a, there was that book, Zen and the Art of Motorcycling. Did I say that correct? Do you know that book? No, and I am writing it down. Yeah, you might want to write that down. You might want to write it down. Um, but the it, it's or is it? I think I might have mispronounced. Anybody listening, uh, if I if I mispronounced it or if I got the title wrong, please correct me. Um, but it's Zen and the Art of Motorcycling, and there is an inherent inherent if I'm, I'm even mispronouncing that word, there is a direct correlation between motorcycles riding and finding that Zen-like state, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's get into your motorcycle background. Yoga okay. came first. Yes. When did, bikes, when, did, when did bikes appear in your life? Okay, so as I said, I'm from Detroit. Uh, so Detroit? I, yes, Big D, 313. Uh, <laughs> So for me, the the area I lived in uh, was the east side of Detroit. So you had the crown jewel of Detroit, which is Belle Isle. And I lived in that area. So I literally would see um, when I moved to this particular neighborhood, this probably was the end of elementary, beginning of middle school. And during the summer, because Michigan is a four season state. Uh, so you can't ride as much as you could down here. In the summer, you will literally hear the bikes coming off the bridge from off the island and you will see them going by. So as a kid, I literally was like, that is so cool. I can't wait till I'm old enough to get a motorcycle. And okay. literally by time um, as an adult, you know, adulting, it sucks, but you do it and <laughs> you live with the responsibilities. Yeah. So. You're trying yeah. to focus and everything. So, you know, I'm focusing on my, my schooling and things of that nature. And by the time I finally got to a point of like, okay, you know, I'm going to move and let go and enjoy some adulting as a, a having fun, I registered for the basic writing course. Mm-hmm. And literally, I had to register for this class three times uh, because the first well, the first time, uh, the person I was with at that time, uh, we were sharing a vehicle and the class was literally on the other side of the county or another county over. So mm-hmm. we both were going to take the class and uh, the ex, he was going to drop me off. So I'm like, OK, you know what? Since there is a scheduling conflict, you can take my weekend and I'll take yours. So I contacted the school and they're like, usually we don't do that, but. Um, yeah, that's fine. So they went. And then when it came time for my weekend, 
scheduling conflicts again. And then uh, I was not able to get there. So that was year one. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> See, that, that's how that yoga came in to help you help calm you down. <laughs> Be like, it's cool. I'm going to get it eventually. But right now, I can't worry about that. I'm just going to worry about the present. Okay. All right. And be in this moment right now. But it's That's okay. Yeah. Okay. You enjoy your time. Uh, <laughs> so the following summer, uh, I registered again. Um, and I was going through the process of uh, being a part of uh, a sorority. And we'll just okay. leave it. Fair uh, enough. Say less. Say less. You said you need what is understood need not be said. Fair enough. So before the workshop for this particular sorority, I had already months ahead of time scheduled this class and I was at this point unable to register for another class. And it was either which is of the importance, taking the class or the workshop. Uh, if you want the truth, uh, taking the class that I've already paid for. Priorities. So it's it's a, it's a it's a matter of priority. That's all it was. That's all it was. Oh my God. So yeah, the Zen life had to pop in again. I'm like, mm. okay. <sighs> all yeah. right. All right. This just really can't get this, can we? <laughs> so here comes the summer of 2017. I said, come rain or shine, I am taking this class. Hell or high water, I'm taking this class. So and? um God was like, oh, for real? All right. <laughs> Come, come rain or shine. Uh, it literally rained the entire rain? Oh, wow. And I like, I've never, because, you know, you would see the folks, like, get caught in the rain or they're yeah. underneath the bridge. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm not yeah. riding rain. But wait a, a minute. Wait. You were you, were you, did you have, did, did you take the, did you take it? I, tell me you took it. I mean, it was only like four, it's, it's been, what, four years since you've been trying to, three, four years since you've been trying to get it. Did you take it in the rain? Mr. Black Moses, I took yeah. the class. I fell in the class coming in and turn. And I was like, uh, so, but am I good to continue the class? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, are you okay? I'm good. I don't need to go to no uh emergency. So we about to go on break. Cool. I'll let me get some water and get my right. life right. <laughs> so you fell during the class. Now was this a one day? This was a one day class, right? No, it was a three. So a three day, okay. How they have the classes now, you, before you even come to the uh, course, you have to take an online sure. uh, class or whatever, pass that, bring your certificate, and then you take the, the actual, actual physical road test. Okay. No, no. Then you come. What? It's another for, step? Mm-hmm. So you have to take the online course, bring your certificate, take the four hours of in-person classroom and then you do your eight hours of Saturday and Sunday. Mm. So Friday was okay, no rain. Saturday, I was like, uh, the forecast is looking like rain. They're like, well, uh, as long as we can still see the airplanes, <laughs> <laughs> that means that uh, all is clear in the skies that y'all can still ride. I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so day one, I was like drenched. And I was like, nope, you're not getting me if it rains again. So I went to Walmart and got me a little rain suit. And literally that's when I decided to fall because I came, it was doing the figure eights. So um, I did my figure eight and I was on my last little figure eight and they wanted me to accelerate. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, accelerate to what? (laughs) I'm just trying to 
break and, you know, just trying to do the little figure eights. So I accelerated and the last corner, um, the rain, I had a pocket of rain of water and the bike said, wee, and, uh, and landed on me. And oh, wow. they, quote, they stopped the course at the moment for the riders and they came over and checked. You know, I'm like, I'm good. Like, um, my little suit is done, but I'm still good to go. Like, this didn't disqualify me from taking the Was that day two? Was that day two or day yes. three at the time? That was day two. Now, did it rain all three days? So, Mr. Blackmose, when I tell you Friday, it was no rain because it was you take the class in the evening. Saturday, Sunday, it literally rained all day. And when I tell you it was a, like, a tropical downpour mm. towards the end of day three, and the skies had opened. Woo! I go they call, in. They call that a deluge. That's what they call it. Yeah. Deluge. Yes. So, <laughs> I passed my course and I went in and I you went to go get baptized. My you were baptized. You were baptized. I got my little certificate and I came back outside and it was sunny skies the rest of the day. See? I said, oh, you funny guys. So, okay. Because I said rain or shine. You're like, okay, you're gonna, it's going to rain. So, yeah. That is my experience. That's what had happened. So wait, now that was in 2017, right? May 2017. And after that, I was like, well, I guess I could ride in the rain from here. Yes, you can. You know, and that's the, you know, keep it 100. A lot of people, a lot of riders, I'm saying a lot of street riders are so afraid. I'm going to use, I'm keeping 100. I've ridden in the rain. I don't like it, but I've learned to enjoy it. I won't, you know, if, if if it's not safe, like if the water is creeping and there is, you know, and there's no traction between my tires and the asphalt, I'll pull it over because at that point it's not smart. But what I've learned is that, you know, if you just take your time, you take you you back off maybe ten to fifteen percent, you're you're fine, you know, in in typical rain. Uh, if there is such a thing, typical rain. But I've, I've realized that a lot of people, they, if it's rain, if it looks like, and even when I host my rides and my events, if it looks, if the sky has a tinge of gray to it, Ooh, people like, like, I'm not going, I'm not riding, I'm not doing. And yeah, and that's their prerogative. But you baptized <laughs> on the day that you were, that you, that you earned your certificate, I'm going to say congratulations. Because you, that's, for some people, that's the worst of it. And for you to actually earn your certificate in the worst of it, that's dope. That's great. I applaud that. Well, because the one thing that I I, I want to say, I'll claim it a fear of riding on twos mm. in rain. Like, for why, who would want to ride in the rain? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. For me to literally have taken my entire course in the rain, Mm. At point, I'm like, I feel I'm a safer rider because um, I can handle and understand what is going on. Yep. I know you're saying, okay, this is uh, my riding skills and this is where I need to be. I'm not about to try to prove uh, no one wrong or right. I'm going to ride my ride at the end of the day and make sure that I'm going to make it to my destination safely. I so, love it. I love it. Now, listen, listen. Yeah. All right. So we got the yoga. Mm-hmm. We got the bikes. Mm-hmm. We got Detroit. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the connection. Okay. okay. I want to talk about the if we can. It, I want to talk about. Do you find 
that there is a true uh, path between being a yogi and a motorcyclist? Did you find that when you are riding or that when you're engaged with your motorcycle, that there are moments when you you feel uh, you you feel that your experience your experiences experiences <laughs> your multiple experiences of being a yogi do they come into play when you're riding? So, um, being a uh, female yogi, or as uh, the guys would be the yogis and the ladies would be the yoginis. Oh well, you know. Then I let me wait. Let me let me fall back and apologize, <laughs> my yogini sister. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be disrespectful, my yogini sister. You know, shout out to the yogis out there and shout out to the yoginis. Um, Black Moses is still. I'm still learning. It's a learning process. I'm a student. I'm a student of life. So, as a yogini, mm-hmm. the connection uh, for me, the connection is as I stated earlier, being mindful. And being present in the moment, and for both, you have to use that core concept, being a writer and uh, being a practitioner of yoga. Um, As I said, I started in 2014 with my yoga, and then I officially entered into the world of bike life in 2017. When I moved down here to Atlanta, um, using Instagram again as a platform and as a way to uh, build connections and learn uh, about different people and writers, I was able to connect with um, a fellow writer, uh, Miss TK. Uh, she is uh, at Moto Style, and I went to her grand opening. I was really excited, and um, from there, she saw that I practiced. And when I went back to her shop after the grand opening, I was like, um, anytime I took I took a picture or anything, I'm like, hey, well, let's do a yoga pose or whatever. So we did tree pose. And from there, uh, Moda and yoga was born, basically. Mm. Mm. Uh, so bringing the two worlds of uh, yoga and bike life together, it's a way of being grounded. Uh, you have to be grounded practicing the yoga because, as I stated earlier, you have to be mindful and being in the present moment letting go of the past and focusing on each breath, each moment at that current time. Because if you're focusing on something else of what is going on, that for a lot of people, that's the reason why they hop on their bikes and use the expression wind therapy. I'm going through some things. Let me hop on my bike and just focus on my ride. Mm. Riding is a, a way of freedom, letting go, being in the present moment of that time and space. So putting the the yoga and the bike life is a way of being grounded, uh, being one with yourself, being connected in mm. the time space of the moment. And that's where I think and uh, feel how motorcycles and how the world of yoga has incorporated and come into one thing. You know, I I, I like that like for me i've always i've always found that when i'm in when i'm in a situation on the bike that mm-hmm. i find might be challenging i force myself to smile i force mm-hmm. myself to i force myself to smile like in the face not of adversity but in in the face of a challenge and i feel that that has a a flowing relaxation vibe 
for me. So in that, you know, that's a, it's just one of those things where like I'm mentally telling myself or forcing myself, not forcing myself to enjoy the moment, but I'm forcing myself to not uh, be unhappy. Yes, you're changing your perception at that moment. Yes, I'm changing my perception of what I'm dealing with. And I've always thought that, and I have a lot of friends, very close friends who are pro riders uh, on every level from GP, World Superbike to Moto America to, uh, and on down, uh, drag racing, you know, stunt riding the whole nine. And I've always thought that if they were, if there was a, a marriage of their skill set and experience with the mental, benefits, the overall health benefits of mm-hmm. yoga, how much how much further along the sport would progress? Like if there if, if, if we consider them aliens anyway, just because the level of speed and the level of things that they accomplish, which is literally out of this world. But if there was a marriage of mind, body and bike, see what I did there? Don't know about I'm copywriting that. My <laughs> body and bike. Okay. New hashtag alert. New hashtag right. alert. Put that TM on. Uh, just put the little copyright, the little C in the circle, and give me a little TM <laughs> over that. Copyright. Trademark. Black Moses. Look. Um, <laughs> but I think. Uh, podcast. <laughs> yo. Okay. Good. Guess right. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Life in the fast lane. Black Moses. Listen. So. <laughs> but I feel like. That the overall health benefits of, you know, like riding motorcycles, great. Yoga, great. Um, there are two great things that go that are great together. So if you're finding that, let me ask you, let me ask you this. Do you, are you an instructor? Do you instruct or are you a practitioner of yoga? So with yoga, you can, there's so many things of yoga. So basically you can, uh, be self-taught, which is what I am. You can um, move further in being a, if you want to call it instructor or practitioner, uh, being trained. And then from there, uh, if you want to be recognized by certain uh, yoga registrations, then you can register your um, teaching. So okay. I'm in the process of going to become, uh, uh, it would be considered YTT yoga teacher training. Okay. So, so I can get even more in depth as like you were saying, being a student learner, like I am a lifelong student learner. Like even once I get done with this degree, I will be finding other things to continue to uh, create new wrinkles in the brain because I learn. I love to learn. I so, like that. I like that. But, hey, you got to be a student. Got to be a student of life. Got to be a student. So so eventually you will find yourself uh, with students, perhaps. Do you see any way of, you know, incorporating either yoga into your into a motorcycle educational thing uh, or vice versa? You know, will 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 there potentially be a Ooh, I just had a great idea. You can give me two percent of this idea if it works out. Um, you could have <laughs> a ride to yoga class or. Mm-hmm. You could start your students off meeting at the studio and then ride to a park or some outdoor location where you're at, where you can be one with nature 
And, oh, that's a great idea. Again, give me a little copyright with the C. <laughs> and give me a little TM. All right, Black Moses, new hashtag alert. Um, and trademark copyrighted. All right, but I'm just saying, though, I would loan that to, or I would license that to you, that okay. idea for 2%. Um, we can renegotiate that though later. But what I, I think that that would be cool, like that as a as someone who is obviously a motorcyclist, and I have this, the the smallest grain of experience with yoga, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I immediately felt the benefits of it, and I see the connection of. I just I I wonder. Is it already happening? I mean, I realize that I'm a smart guy, but I'm not the only smart person in the world. I'm sure that someone else has made this connection between mind, body, and bike. What are your thoughts on how that can be? First of all, if you think that that's a good idea, if it's something that has benefits uh, to the riding community and the yoga community, how do you see that happening? How do you see that coming together? So again, with Moto Style, with House of Yogini, well, as of 2019, House of Yogini finally became LLC. Okay, so, congratulations. Congratulations, my Yogini sister. Go ahead. So, uh, starting in 2017, I had linked up with TK at Moto Style, and from there, we presented uh, Moto and Yoga. So, the first Saturday of each month, I provide a free community class, not just to those that ride on twos, but for anyone in the community, and it's a way to um, bring not just riders, but other people in the community to learn more about bike life. Because I feel um, those that's not necessarily in the world of bike life can get a better understanding if they interact with those that ride and mm-hmm. just a better understanding of why riders may do certain things and why we might get frustrated with drivers at times, because at the end of the day, um, with all the different tags of uh, with bike life matters, because we want to make it home to our destination. So I provide a free class once a month uh, at Moto Style, and basically is providing, if you want to ride on twos to the class, that's awesome. Um, and if you want to do something post yoga to kind of have more fellowship afterwards. Uh, I do that as well. So like this Saturday, we will be meeting at Moto Style uh, to provide um, classes for the yoga again. And hopefully, depending on the weather, uh, it's looking like 40% chance of rain, but hopefully it's going to change. <laughs> so if so, we can meet at Moto Style, do the yoga there, and then uh, get a little wind therapy in as well but outside of that i do want to uh get more out in the community not necessarily just meet at uh the shop have uh maybe that be the meetup spot and then get a little wind therapy in uh and then go to different uh parks and lakes in the area to kind of get that as i said being grounded with the earth and then bringing the other elements of the world the water having that being a, a tranquil a place and being one with nature. So those like are some it. things, you know, up and coming. I like it. <laughs> you know, and that's, you know, and, and I'm just going to say personally, I feel like that's something that I need to, as crazy as my life is, that's something that I need to make more time for. Could you, you know, if, if 
I feel like that is I need to energy is 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 important. I believe in you get back what you put out. And mm-hmm. if you put out peace, you get back peace. Um, but you got to find your inner peace. And I, as, as, as we've been saying, mind, mm-hmm. body and bike, they're all connected and being in the moment, letting go of yesterday. And you can't really trip on something that hasn't happened yet because it doesn't exist yet. So being in the moment, being present is a present. I did it again. Um, so <laughs> those are all things that just make your life. It, it enriches your life. And that's what it that's what to me, you know, that's what being a rider is about. I ride motorcycles because motorcycles enrich my life. If I can do anything that is going to further that enrichment and help me be a happier person, a healthier person, a, mentally and physically and spiritually, if there's anything that I can do to enrich those aspect and sections and sectors of my life and my soul, that's what I'm looking for. So I need to make some more time. Black Moses needs to make more time to get back in touch with, with my inner yogi. Um, he's, he's somewhere in there. He's deep. Like I said, I'm a big guy. So he's, he's in there somewhere. <laughs> it might take minutes to find him, but he's, I'm at the, dude, dude, here's the question. Dude, can they make a bigger mat for a brother? Them little itty bitty mats not helping nobody my size. That's not, I had to put like put like four of them together. I'm not that big. I'm just saying for comfort. <laughs> nice thing kept sliding out from underneath me. That's crazy, ridiculous. The mats like really thin. Uh, they either thin or they're not wide enough. And I tell people that so like I'll like oh well I'll be teaching yoga and blah blah. Uh, I'm not really flexible. Uh, I'm too big. Uh, I can't like you not able to do any of these things because you're putting limitations on yourself. Mm, I see what you're saying. So you're saying don't, don't trip on the mat. Yes. Don't, don't trip on the size of the mat. That's not the issue. The issue right. is the blocker that I put in my brain. So I get rid of the blocker. I find my inner yogi and I get back to it. That's what you're saying I should do. Yes. Listen. In classes, they have two mats because... Um, Depending on the flow of the yoga, they're literally moving from one mat to the another. So that can mm-hmm. be enough. I do like uh, that uh, the idea as far as not limiting just the one size fits all type mat. Thank you. There are yes. Talk about it. To love and yes. uh, we should be accommodating that. So we come look all shapes and sizes. Okay, can a brother get a nice mat? That's all I'm saying. Listen, listen, man. One of the things, when I come down to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. and I haven't been down in a minute, but I'm actually scheduled. I'm working on a couple of things right now where I'm going to have to spend a little bit of time in Atlanta, possibly before the end of the year, and definitely, if not, definitely at the beginning of 2020. But um, I'm going to have to come kick it and, and take a, a a class with yes. you, okay? You love it. It's not your traditional little. You're gonna breathe in and breathe out and listen to the sun and the stars. No, I mean we do have mindfulness meditation <laughs> at the end to get your life right. <laughs> but I enjoy. I'm I'm a person that enjoys life, so I'm I'm gonna make sure the class is something that's enjoyable and an experience that you like. You know what? Yeah. I definitely can incorporate this into my daily routine 
uh, whether it's a couple of minutes, a half hour, uh, just making sure as I tell everyone, you have to give yourself time for yourself. True. It's about self-care. Pause, pause. Say, say that. Mm, hold on one second. You said a true thing, my sister. Say that part again about making time for who you have to do what for what? You have to make time for yourself. There it is, church. There it is. That's you know, that's the most that's such an important thing. And that's a whole nother show about time and, and making time for yourself. But I'm glad you said that. That's a true thing. You have to make time for yourself. And you make time for everything else but yourself and how are you going to continue on if you're not giving yourself those few minutes or at least a half hour, an hour to yourself to do whatever it is to get your mind cleared and right for the following day. Listen, listen, Yoga. Let me tell you something. This has been one of the most, I would say, uh, peaceful, <laughs> positive vibe, positive energy uh, conversations uh, on life in the fast lane. And I, I love it because actually I feel very tranquil right now. Just <laughs> I'm glad I can help. No, thank you. Great. And you know what? But I also... I understand that uh, congratulations are in order. You were recently engaged to someone that I'm a fan of, um, Mr. 20 West. Yeah, 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 West. Mr. 20 West. <laughs> Mr. 20 West is, let me tell you something, he doesn't know how much of a fan of him I am. He gives fire and <laughs> that, I love him. I love that guy. So, um, but you guys have some nuptials coming soon. You recently engaged from Black Moses' heart to you guys. Congratulations. I think it's a wonderful thing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes. And you get a lot of questions about that as far as like, how do you guys make it work in the world of bikes? Like, yeah, bike life and love life. Ooh, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a it's a touchy one. It's a touchy one. I just had my uh my anniversary with my beautiful wife and uh you know, it's she's not in she's in the industry as my wife and as a supporter and my backbone and my rib and my front, and my back, she's my everything. So, you know, it's 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 it works. It, it doesn't just work. It's it's beyond, you know, it's 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 just natural. It's how it's supposed to be. But when you find somebody, when you find somebody and it works, you don't really question how or should it be working? You just, you go with it because that's how it's supposed to be. So you two, I think it's, I think it's very cool. I think it's better than cool. I think it's super cool. It's uber cool. Um, I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of you. Uh, and I don't want to take up too much of your time this afternoon because, you know, for real, we, we might, I'm going to have to have you back. I'm going to have to have you back because we got plenty, plenty to talk about when we talk about that mind, body, and bike. Because I'm going to throw another, I'm going I'm to give fire on one, I'm going to throw fire one more. Oh, check it out. So mind, body, bike, soul. Ooh. Let it marinate. Let it marinate. Okay. Then put some fire on it. Put some fire on it. Okay. That's fire right here. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, listen. I'm going to put this was incorporated and first brought to you on the live on podcast. Okay. Thank you very much. I like it. I like it. You know, we'll talk about my 
residuals and my percentages and things like that. Anyone in the back end. Anyway, listen, <laughs> listen, you've heard the show before. Mm-hmm. So you know that every guest is subject to the super poll questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, anybody listening that is unfamiliar with the super poll questions, it's very simple. It's more uh question and rapid response. Okay. So what I'm going to need you to do is just give your truth, which it shouldn't be a pro- which is not a problem for you because you are, I can tell your soul, you speak your truth all the time. So I'm going to ask you three questions and okay. I just kind of need you to give it, you know, give me your honest truth. You dig? Okay. I'm gonna, are you I'm ready? Gonna so. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Question number one, mm-hmm. Tupac or Biggie? Uh, I will say Biggie because I'm more on the East coast, but I like Tupac. Okay. That's your truth. I can, that's, and there's no, there are no wrong answers. There are no wrong answers at all. Okay. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Question number two, Detroit or Atlanta? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> if it was easy, everybody be doing it. All right. Uh, dang. Okay. That's right. Because well, I know you from Detroit, but you live in Atlanta now and you got your heart is pulled. You got heartstrings and because you, you have family in Detroit, right? Yeah. And you so, got family in Atlanta. I do. Like, right. So answer the question. Blood. So if I can divide down the middle, it'll be both. But rapid response, I have to go with the 313. That's where I'm born and raised. And from. I'm always repped regardless where I'm from. I like, see, that's, see, that's honest. <laughs> that's the, so it's Detroit. Detroit's the answer. I see. I can respect that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Final question. Final mm-hmm. question. If you could take a ride. With anybody uh, living, uh, no longer with us, fictional, mythological, biblical, whatever, who would you take a ride with? Where would you ride to? And what would you be riding? Uh, Rapper response again, it would be my better half. So, (laughs) Mr. 21, TiVo. We are the reason why we have our little a series on YouTube, The Misadventures of TNT, because there's always some crazy adventure that goes on wherever we go. So <laughs> we've already uh, written our FZO9 and ZX6R down to Panama, which was an awesome trip and the wheel bearing going out. That was fun. Wow. Uh, wow. But okay. y- yes. Uh, but after uh, test riding the Indian bikes, my dude, when I tell you I would definitely be riding a Scott Bobber with Mr. 20. Out to probably the West Coast, uh, like just to, you know, to travel from Atlanta to the West Coast to most likely probably Venice Beach because mm-hmm. then that way and put my feet in the ocean. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. Actually, you know, they're all great answers, and you know that I, I see that, and I see it. I see that being a video as well. I see you guys making a vlog on that right there. <laughs> And if you could just, you know, since that was my idea, if you could just go ahead and throw up a little, uh, you know, executive produced by idea. That's all. That's all. I don't ask. I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much. Listen, listen, (laughs) I am, you know, I am so happy and that we got a chance to talk and hang out. Um, I want my listeners to follow and support you. So please give out your socials so everybody can, you know, support you and hit you, hit you with the likes and hit you with the shares and hit you with the follows. Give them out. What are they? I'm all for support. So 
of course, if you're supporting me, I'm all for supporting someone else in whatever ventures that you have in life. So for my Instagram, my personal Instagram is Ms. Adventures. Um, I believe you're probably going to put this somewhere in the description so I don't have to spell it out. Yeah, they normally handle that in post, but since you just put it out there like that, yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah, guess what happens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ms. Ventures, which is my personal, and then my business uh, is Y3L uh, underscore House Yogini. Mm. And then uh, my YouTube, which I am continuing to grow because I love different things, but there's, I love things that are fast. So bikes and cars, like how can you go wrong? Uh, Facts. Eyes <laughs> Yogini on YouTube. There's many different series. You can check out all the different moto content um, and car content and whatever else that's going on with my crazy and fun filled life of uh, bikes, art, yoga in general. I love it. I love it. Is there anybody that you want to say thank you to, give shout outs to? Sure. Of course, a special shout out to my other half, Mr. 20 West. Mr. 20 West. (laughs) Love that guy. I love his energy. I love that guy. (laughs) Um, Shout out, of course, to Miss TK and Moto Style Online. Love, love, love. So much support to them. Um, Speaking of other support would be uh, my favorite brand, Icon Motorsports, love yep, them. Yep. Like, uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm going to support another brand, uh, Chic Riot. They are here out in Athens, Georgia. They are um, putting women uh, gear in order so that you could be fashionable and have a safe ride. So shout out to them. And then my my bike tech group, uh, what is it? Oobs, tattoos, and a motorcycle. Wait, I'm sorry. Was that was that oobs or boobs? Boobs. I thought so. Okay. She's out in Cali. Um, <laughs> I have not met her in person, but we have had enough FaceTime and group chats that it's like she's here. So boobs, tattoos, and a motorcycle, 40 deuce, um, one up, five down, and uh, some more Cali folks, the Jigsaw sisters. They're awesome. Okay. And my Raven Dixie line out in Tennessee. I'm all for support and they support me. So I just want to keep putting that out there, put it out in the universe. What you give is what you're going to get back. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Hey, I am a fan of you and your other half. And, uh, you know, I wish you guys the best. I, this is, you guys are like the, the couple that when I, when we actually do meet and spend time together and, and I do a yoga class and we go for a ride, I, I believe in my soul that it'll be like, we've been friends for the longest time. So I am personally looking forward to spending some time with y'all too. Ditto. Yes. We love your energy and how you're uh, being an influencer out in the world of bike life. So continue to drop those jewels and we look forward to seeing whatever jewels baby i'm dropping jewels i appreciate (laughs) it hey i will talk to you soon please give my best to mr 20 west see what i just did there please give my best to mr 20 west you guys are awesome um thank you thank you that's our show for this week i want to say thank you i want to say thank you to the wonderful, wonderful Yoga the Biker for spending a little bit of time with your boy, Mr. Black Moses, on this episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Listen, man, listen. <laughs> I need all of you to please 
follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official. Follow the show on Twitter at L-I-T-F-L Official. And on Facebook, you can find us at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please hit that like, hit that share, and hit that subscribe button. And listen, listen, if you think that you have a story to tell or that you want to be a part of the show, if you feel like you you know you you want to be you want to be on an episode, you want to have a conversation with your boy Mr. Black Moses, please on any of those social media platforms, drop a comment, hit the DM, hit the inbox, instant instant messaging, you know, we're always looking to make that new connection with all of you all of you so please open invitation if you guys and gals have a story to tell and you want to be considered to be a guest on an episode of life in the fast lane hosted by me your boy mr black moses please give us a shout we'll be happy to discuss it you dig we'll be right back here next week with an all-new episode of life in the fast lane hosted by me your boy mr black moses i'm gone This is a Landry Football Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Question before we get into tackling and more about the 3-4. Jacob asked about Cliff Kingsbury. He says, is it too simplistic to say that because Kingsbury had very limited success, was fired at Texas Tech, that it would be a huge surprise if he wins and doesn't get Kyler Murray killed? Here's the thing. The roster's not very good. They've got some work to do there. I don't think they're going to get Kyler Murray killed. I think that Cliff will certainly understand what you can do with Kyler and while the run element's going to be there. But the hope, I think, is to be a much more athletic Russell Wilson that doesn't get hit, that gets out of bounds, that slides. If he doesn't, that's an issue. I don't see him getting killed. I don't see them being foolish enough to, to play it that way. What I see is obviously an offense that's built around Kyler. So what does that really look like? It's a lot of boots, a lot of rollouts. You will have to make some plays in the pocket. It's going to be a deeper set pocket to give him the opportunity to be able to see over the line, which is going to be more, much more difficult than in college. Guys are bigger. Guys are taller, offensively and defensively. I think there'll be a lot of half-field reads. Uh, it's quarterback friendly. I think with the ability of him to be able to throw it on the move and the ability of, of the run threat is going to help them better identify coverages pre-snap. It will probably limit the man coverage that they're going to see. I think because of it, you're going to, again, people are going to try to stem their front and, 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 and give them some different pre-snap looks. But I think that, I think it's going to be a, an easy adjustment because I don't think they're going to throw a lot at them. The Landry Football Podcast with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.